Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I am your host, Kenny Dussel, and today we are talking about if muscles are bad for fighters. Now... This is an age-old argument that I hear from a lot of people in the combat sports world still, which is that fighters shouldn't lift weights because lifting weights makes you big, bulky, and slow. Now, as much as I feel like I've beaten that horse with a rock on this show, uh, we're going to get into a little bit more today because there's videos lately circling around of Bradley Martin threatening to fight a bunch of pro MMA fighters or threatening boxers. There was some sort of thing. I maybe not threatening, but saying that he could take uh, Devin Haney was one of them. And now he's threatening if he wants to fight Mighty Mouse on the 125 pound goat of MMA, even though the dude's 240 pounds, which is a little silly in my opinion, but he wants to do it because he thinks that he'd be able to beat these guys because he's 240 pounds or 260 pounds of muscle or whatever it is he actually is. Now, there are a couple of things to unpack here. So first off, if you are on the fighter side saying, you know, the skill is everything, his size doesn't matter, that's just going to make him gas out and be slow, you got to watch out because being big and strong does not mean you're going to gas out really fast. It comes down to the training. Um, if you were on the bodybuilder side saying, you know, he's way bigger, so he's clearly just going to like run through him and it's not going to be any problem because he's just so big. You've also got to understand that training for fighting and training for bodybuilding are two very, very different things. And just being big does not make you a good fighter. Just being strong does not make you a good fighter. It comes down to a combination of both. So personally, my stance on this, I don't know with any of the ones that have been coming up. But yes, size plays a factor. If you have a guy who is just absolutely enormous and you have a very small, high-level fighter, depending on the size difference, that guy who's absolutely enormous could absolutely potentially win. That's going to give him a huge advantage without having the same level of skill. Now, what that size difference actually is, I don't know. So I am curious to see if any of this stuff actually comes to fruition. But... We're going to talk about this argument with you know bodybuilders and fighting and how being big and strong makes you slow. And the main piece of evidence that I see from athletes when they say that is basically, well, look at all the bodybuilders, like guys like Phil Heath and guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bradley Martin and all these guys, like they don't look athletic. They just look big and strong. And you're absolutely correct. Like they don't look like they have the same shape as fighters and they don't like they don't look good if you just throw a pair of gloves on them and throw them through an MMA workout but the reason that they don't look good in those situations is not because they're big and strong the reason that they don't look good in those situations is because they aren't training MMA 
they aren't training for fighting. And if they're not training for fighting, of course they're not going to look as good as professional seasoned fighters who have been doing this for years. Because they're different kinds of athletes. And now, of course they're going to look worse than professional athletes, but that'd be like the same thing as saying, you know, you throw a bunch of boxers on skates and get them to go do a hockey workout on the ice with an NHL team. And then you're like, see they're you know, being good at fighting makes you a bad hockey player. No, it doesn't make you a bad hockey player. You just don't have the skills to be a good hockey player. Do you get what I'm saying? So the big thing I want to reinforce there guys is that you can't look at a surface level issue and say, see, these guys are all big and strong and they're not good at this. Therefore being big and strong makes you bad at this. It's not that simple. It comes down to the training that you're doing. It comes down to what you're working towards. Now, if Bradley Martin completely went away from bodybuilding and completely just jumped into combat sports, would he look the same after six months to a year of training? No. But does that mean that lifting weights will, won't help him? Of course not. He just needs to change how he does it. And so the big thing that I want you guys to understand from that is that, yes, on the surface, you look at a bodybuilder, and as a rule, those bodybuilders are not going to be as athletic and not move as well as a lot of guys who are competing in other professional sports. But that's because they don't train for those sports. But if you take those same athletes, that massive strength base that they've built, and then dedicate them to the actual training of the sport, to actually working on becoming an athlete specific to the sport that you're talking about, that they'd be able to make huge improvements very, very quickly because of the massive base that they've built. And if you take an MMA fighter and start throwing them through a pro bodybuilder's leg day, they'd die too. You know? It goes both ways here, but also that doesn't mean that being good at fighting makes you bad at bodybuilding. You just haven't been training for bodybuilding. But if you really dedicated your efforts towards bodybuilding, you get really good at that too because you have the work ethic, the drive, and the discipline to get good at what you put your mind to. Now, where people take this argument, because yes, bodybuilding training is not going to create high-level professional fighters. But where people take this argument is they say, look at these guys like Bradley Martin, Phil Heath, whatever other bodybuilder you want to throw in the mix there, or strongman or other high-level strength athlete. And they say they're big, bulky, and slow, and they gas out fast. Therefore, lifting weights equals being big, bulky, and slow, and gassing out fast. And this just isn't the case. People take that argument so literally that I see fighters every day tell me that they don't lift weights because lifting weights makes you slow. And all they do is do sprints and go for runs because doing sprints and go for going for runs makes you fast and makes you powerful and all that other good stuff. But where you really should take this argument and what you really should be thinking whenever there's like a black and white like that of doing this creates this outcome is take it with a little bit of a grain of salt. Understand that Training like a bodybuilder and focusing on bodybuilding and stepping on bodybuilding stages and taking a bunch of steroids to look a certain way will likely make you big, bulky, and slow, but that's because you're not training to be powerful, fast, and agile. 
So instead of saying that is what lifting weights does, so we shouldn't lift weights, understand that you need to be able to switch it around to use the tool specific to your needs. Because plain and simple, guys, being powerful comes from being strong. The stronger you are, the more force you have. The more force you have, the more force you can output. The more force you can output, the more power you can throw behind a punch. So by saying we don't want to get too big and bulky, so we're not going to lift weights, essentially what you're actually doing to yourself is you're taking away your ability to be powerful. And you're going to gas yourself out faster by not being strong because every explosive effort that you use within your fight is taking more of your overall ability to output power. And if every explosive movement that you make during your fight takes more of your ability to output explosive power, what starts to happen is you stop being able to output as much. So the real key here and what I really want to reinforce as we wrap it up is I really want to reinforce with you guys that it's not about eliminating the tool. Anytime you hear someone say, never do this because if you do this, it creates this, think deeper. Don't just sit here and say, well, those guys are big, bulky, and slow, and they lift weights, so that means lifting weights equals big, bulky, and slow. Look at it a little deeper and ask, what are they training for? What are they focused on? What are they doing? Now. If I take that same tool, lifting weights, and I actually learn how to apply it more directly to my needs as an athlete, how can I do that? And then if you look at it from that standpoint, if you follow people like myself, follow people like Phil DeRue, follow any number of UFC athletes, you'll see they're lifting weights two to three to four to five times a week. And they're doing this because lifting weights is honestly the base of everything. The way that I always like to put it is trying to become an athlete without being strong is like trying to build a house without building a foundation. If you don't have the foundation, the house falls down. But if you start with that concrete foundation, you can build something incredible on top of it. And it's the same thing as an athlete. You start with that concrete strength foundation, you can build a phenomenal athlete on top of it. But if you forget about that concrete strength foundation, then you start to see little injuries pop up. You start to see little problems in the game. You start to see them get out-muscled, out-powered, and you just start to see them fall apart. So the biggest thing that I cannot reinforce enough and what I really hope at least one person is taking away from this podcast is stop looking at things in black and white and thinking that doing this will create this outcome and start understanding it's about how you use the tool, not necessarily just using it or not using it. Bodybuilding programs are not going to help you become a better fighter because being a bodybuilder and being a fighter require two very different sets of conditioning and energy systems and all that stuff. But that does not mean that that is lifting weights as a whole. If you learn how to lift weights more effectively, learn how to balance them within your combat sports training, now you're not going to get slower. You're not going to get bulky. You're going to be unstoppable. Because that's the last thing I'm going to say before we wrap up. One of the things I hear from a lot of athletes is, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get too bulky. And that's like saying, I don't want to drive my minivan because I don't want to turn into a NASCAR driver. Picking up some weights is not going to magically blow you up and make you look like the guy stepping on the Mr. Olympia stage. There are guys that train every single day of their lives to try to look, quote unquote, too bulky and don't achieve it. 
you're not going to get there by accident. You just need to learn how to use the tool. And if you learn how to use the tool, you're going to drastically improve your cardio. You're going to drastically improve your ability as a fighter. And you're going to drastically improve your ability to outpower and outmuscle opponents that you face that are going to allow you to continue to climb up the ranks as an athlete. So guys, I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. My big ask, as always, as we wrap up the show, is if you have a friend, a teammate, a coach, somebody who needs to hear this message, share the show with them. This is a small podcast. We grow by word of mouth. And so every share, every review, every positive comment, anything like that just helps us reach more people. So share it around. I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now, remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.